The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you for your kindness over us. Lord, today we ask that you breathe upon us, my Father. Change our lives. Speak your word to us. And let your name be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you. Honor and glory we give unto you, Father. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Good morning. Again, everyone, say good morning to your neighbor with a smile. Um, today is the very last Sunday in 2018. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> the very last. I mean, you know, we, the, like Pastor Mike was saying, the end of a thing is better than the beginning thereof. So if you are um, in church on the final Sunday of 2018, you know, you are a great person, believe me, totally, you know. So I think we celebrate ourselves, I mean, for, for hanging in there with God and trusting God all through. Again, um, as we look at 2019, in, in less than two days, yeah, and, and the, 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 the question is, if we are approaching a year that is unknown to us, the most important question ever, ever, is this. What is God saying? What is God saying? What is God saying? How prepared are you for 2019? How prepared are you? Less than two days to go. How prepared are you? How prepared are you? You know, someone, a great athlete once said that when people told him that, oh, it's is lucky, he's just lucky winning the trophies. And he said, the harder I practice, the luckier I get. <laughs> the harder I practice, the luckier I get. It's as if the door opens to the prepared. Once the door sees the prepared, the doors just open. I mean, look at the competitions yesterday. We, we had, this place was on fire, literally. We had um, the, the young lady that won the dance competition. She's barely 12. I'm not sure she's 12. You know, the dad was telling me how she prepared. She went to the father, to the mother, to the grandmother. She said, pray for me. I'm going there to win. Now, now, who won? She won. 
She won. There were other people, they could dance, but they're like, oh, is it not to dance? I'll just show up and, you know, and dance. She won. Preparation is, is key to life. Um, the young man, David Jr., that won the uh, FIFA tournament, he was saying to uh, one of our guys that he plays 40 to 50 games every weekend. He was prepared. I saw his game. He was, he was ready. He said, oh, some people, you, you don't beef people that have done their own work. You celebrate with them and go and do your own work. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, so let's celebrate the champions of the dance and the FIFA again, you know. <laughs> and for us, the first and the most important thing to do to prepare for the new year is to hear from God. The first and the most important thing to do to prepare for the new year is to hear from God. What is God saying? What is God saying? What is God saying? You prepare for the new year by paying attention to God. That's your first point of call. What is God saying? What is God saying? What is God saying? Concerning your family, what is God saying? Concerning your business, what is God saying? Concerning your work for God, what is God saying? Concerning your work with God, what is God saying? What is God saying concerning your education? What is God saying? And once we are prepared with what God is saying, then every other preparation begin to build on that foundation of what is God saying? What is God? I, I, I mean, I know there are a lot of theories out there. Some people don't even believe God speaks. You know, that's, that's not even what we are talking about because I, I know I'm talking to people that know that God speaks. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> you, know, you know, so God is alive. God is on your side. God, if you are his child, is your father. And He's speaking. He has something in, in his mind to say. And, you know, by the grace of God, God has been speaking to me concerning 2019. It's been, I mean, a real, I mean, glory be to God. Now, the point is, I'm still there waiting, watching. I'm maintaining my posture. I want to but an appetite in you to seek God's voice for your life. These few days or hours that we have left in this year. You need to take the right posture. Habakkuk 2. Habakkuk said, I will set my watch. I will take my place and I will listen to what he has to say to me. You need to take the right posture. Posture in your heart. You need to take the right posture. Posture even with your physical body. How do I, or rather, what are you saying, oh God? First Corinthians 14, 
says to us that there are a lot of voices out there. First Corinthians 14.10. He says, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the universe, in the world, and none of them without signification. In other words, none of them is insignificant. There are all kinds of voices out there. There are all kinds of voices out there, and none of them is without significance. And many people are going to be hearing all kinds of voices. But you will discern the voice of God in the name of Jesus. There are kind of voices out there. More than 12, but we just read through 12 of, 12 of, 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 of such voices. The, the first and the most important of all the voices out there is the voice of God. The voice of God. The voice of God. God speaks. God speaks. The voice of God. God speaks to us in our spirit. God speaks to us even in our hearing. God speaks to us in languages that we understand. For some people, God speaks to them in parables. But God speaks. God speaks. Yes, he does. And I'm praying that you will hear God's voice. In the name of Jesus. So, the voice of God. Number two, sometimes, (laughs) what people are hearing is the voice of their parents. Is the voice of, a, of their parents. You can actually be hearing the voice of your parents in your head. But it's not the voice of God. Sometimes the, God can use the voice of your parents to redirect your life. But sometimes it's just purely what it is. The voice of your parents. It's not the voice of God. So you have the voice of God. You have the voice of your parents. You have the voice... Of your friends. You have the voice of your friends. If you want to know what is trending, listen to the voice of your friends. But if you want to know the direction of your destiny, listen to the voice of your maker. Listen to the voice of God. You can't listen to the voice of friends and get the direction of your destiny. In fact, that's why a lot of destinies are being ruined. Because you are listening to the voice of your friends that don't even know they are left from their right. They have strong opinions, but they are wrong. In fact, my spiritual father used to say that if you are finding it difficult knowing God's will concerning an issue, call all your friends that don't know God. Ask them their opinion. If they tell you to go left, thank them very much and just go right. That's where God is. (laughs) You know? And sometimes, we just listen to the voice of our friends. Just just listen to the voice of our friends. But you need more than the voice of your friend for 2019 and beyond. You need more than the voice of your friends. And sometimes, maybe unfortunately, we listen to the voice of our adversaries. Listen to the the voices of the voice of their adversaries. That tell you 
You are no good. I tell you, you are not enough. Don't listen to the voice of your adversary. There are different kind of voices and none without signification. None without significance. You have the voice of God. You have the voice of your parents. You have the voice of your friends. You have the voice of your adversaries. And guess what? You also have the voice of the Bible. The voice of the Bible. You have the voice of the Bible. You see, you, and God wants you to read the word of God. You know, you can read the word of God to a place, to a point where the word of God begins to speak to you. Then you begin to hear the voice of God through the Bible. I separated it from the voice of God because the voice of God can happen independently of the voice of the Bible. In fact, God can tell you things that the Bible can never tell you. Should I travel to Ibadan tomorrow? You won't see it in the Bible. It's not, it's not, it's not in Revelations. It's not, it's not in Psalms. Should I marry this lady or should I marry this man? Check the Bible. It's not there. His name is not there. If it's there, maybe it's Joseph. It's another Joseph that is in the Bible. <laughs> you know? But the voice of God can tell you this is the man or this is the woman. So I'm separating it. So, so number one, you have the voice of God. You have the voice of your parents. You have the voice of your friends. You have the voice of your adversaries. You have the voice of the Bible. And you, you have to learn to listen to the voice of the Bible. In fact, when you get the voice of the Bible, that's the surest way of getting the voice of God. If you, if you, if you imbibe the word so much that it speaks to you, you can be sure you are accurate 100% of the time. Praise the Lord. Then, of course, we have the voice of the flesh. The voice of the flesh. The flesh also speaks to you. The flesh does speak you know, a man has been scoping a lady in church. You've looked at her Facebook page. Her Instagram page is your lullaby. You sleep on it. Then you have a dream. You have a dream. And in the dream, you saw him, uh, saw her. In a wedding gown. That's usually the dream, isn't it? <laughs> you saw her in a wedding gown. And, and, and the groom was coming. And you didn't know who the groom was. And at last it was you. <laughs> then you come and you say, Oh, pastor, I heard God's voice say, I'm like, really? Maybe it's the voice of... The voice of... I'm not saying it's not God's voice. <laughs> I'm just saying, whenever you hear a voice, it could be one of these 12 and possibly more. It could be the voice of God, the voice of your parents, the voice of your friends, the voice of your adversaries, the voice of the Bible, it could be the voice of the flesh. And of course, it could be the voice of the devil. It could be the voice of the devil. Jesus Heard the voice of the devil clearly, I mean, vividly. He said to him, if you are the son of God, command the stones to become bread. That was the voice of the devil. And, and, and Jesus answered, man shall not live by bread alone, but by, come on, 
every word that proceeds from the, from the mouth of God. So, Jesus countered the voice of the devil by the voice of the Bible. Jesus countered the voice of the devil by the voice of the Bible. When you hear the voice of the devil, you counter it with the, with the word of God. What does the word say? When the devil says this, this is what the word of God say. Hallelujah. Okay, so you have the voice of, of God, voice of your parents, voice of friends, voice of adversaries, voice of the Bible, voice of your flesh, voice of the devil, and of course, you have the voice of prophets. You have the voice of a prophet. Yeah, I know the prophetic has been abused heavily. People have merchandised and commercialized. I mean, even fake prophecies have become the order of the day, unfortunately. But the truth is that God still speaks through people. That's just the truth. In fact, the, the, the arguably large, one of the largest churches in Lagos today is led by a false prophet. It's a, prophet, a false prophet. And I don't need to tell you his name. Don't you know his name? All I know that Moses would not have handed over to him. <coughs> okay, some of you need to get that. The next tribe, you know. The one that, the tribe that is coming next. <laughs> you know. However, you see, you see, the voice of the prophet should not set you in a direction that you've has never been led off by God. The voice of prophets usually will tell you things that God has already been telling you. Except the prophet has what they call jurisdiction, spiritual jurisdiction over you. Or, or the, 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 the prophet has um, um, such a depth with God and God an influence over you, and God knows. So God can use him to set you in a direction that, that you have no clue about. But apart from that, and there are not many of such, apart from that, no prophet should tell you things to take you in a direction that you even had no clue about. Of course not. Praise the name So you have the voice of the mind. The voice of the mind. You can actually hear the voice of your mind. You have a mind. The fact that you are saved today, the fact that you are born again, does not mean that you should be brain dead. You have a brain. You have a brain. And you can hear the voice of your mind. If it's an educated mind, you, have, you hear educated voices from your mind. If it is an illiterate mind, you have... And you can fellowship in God that you can begin to have and in fullness, as it were, or increasingly, the mind of Christ. And at that point, the, what comes from your mind is not necessarily wrong. What comes from your mind can be directly from God. But you need to know it's the voice of your mind you've heard. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Then you have the voice of devil, spirit, prophet, mind, your spirit. You can hear the voice of your spirit. You can hear the voice of your spirit. Your, your, your guts. Some people call it a gut feel. You know, you just know. You know, you are hearing the voice of your spirit. You know, it's, if it is in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it's always accurate. But it's not always in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it is your own will, volition, you know, that is coming through, you know. But it is the voice of your spirit that you are hearing nonetheless. Praise the name of the Lord. And you see, if you are able to see that there are different voices, then you are able to discern. The next one is the voice. You know, fortunately, this is the voice most people hear. A lot of us, people that are married, the voice they hear the most is the voice of their spouse. The voice of their spouse. (laughs) All you are hearing is the voice of your spouse. You know, there was a man that came and said to, to the pastor, I think it was Dr. Kion that was sharing, telling us this. It was like, um, the man came and said that, ah, you know, my wife said, this is what God is doing. Oh, my wife said, we should move in this direction. Oh, my wife said, we should go in that direction. Oh, my wife said, he says, after a while, he said to him, now God, you know they hear from God. Now only your wife God to talk to. Ah, so the man was saying that, ah, pastor, my wife wakes up 3 a.m. to pray. That when he wakes up and he sees her praying, that his mind is just comes down. Kule. You know. <laughs> you know. So, so when she comes and the things she says, accurate. So Dr. Nusa was telling him that, you have to hear God for your family. You are the man. Don't say, God says, my spouse. <laughs> it's good to listen to your spouse. That's what I'm not saying you shouldn't. Whose voice are you hearing? And I think finally, right? On this the voice, sometimes we hear the voice of circumstance. We hear the voice of, of, of circumstance. We are the voice of circumstances. It is just the things around you that are shaping you to go in that direction. If you are honest, you would, you, you would know that it's just the circumstances. You can't, yes, does God use circumstances? He does. But you see, you can't base your spiritual direction based on open doors and closed doors. In fact, that's just at elementary, kindergarten level, really. If you are all your leading of God is open doors and closed doors. If it is God's will, the door will be open. If it is God's will, the door will be closed. Kindergarten stuff. In fact, there are certain doors that will open and God will say, don't take it. In fact, I, sh- I mean, I was just re- re- recently thinking about years ago, over... Well over um, 13 years ago, about 15 years ago, a, a door, huge door opened for me to leave Nigeria, you know, and relocate out of the country. 
You know, I'm not talking about when DFA started, even before then, you, you know. And, and, I mean, I was going to take it, but God said, no, don't take it, don't go, stay here. And God used the voice of my spouse to remind me of the voice of God. So many of you know this story. At the beginning of the year, you know, we would seek God. So I told my wife that God has said to us, stay in this land and I will prosper you and all that. I told her in January. So the door opened like September and I was passionate. I wanted, I wanted to go, you know, and, you know, she wakes me up at about 3 a.m. You know, that's our time for deep conversations, 3 a.m. And she says, um, sit up. I said, what is it, woman? What is it? Can't a man have some peace of mind? Sit down, sit down, sit down. So I sat down, and she says, look, you know what? I'm going to go with you if you want to go anywhere. But I want you to look me in the eye and tell me God has told you that we should travel. And I started sweating. <laughs> because I couldn't say it. Because God hasn't said so. And sometimes we use our circumstances just as guide. Listen, God can lead you with your circumstances, but don't limit your experiences with God to your circumstances. It is a story of a donkey. And um, the donkey has been traveling through the desert. And the donkey has been thirsty, as in dying of thirst. So the donkey got into a field and he saw into a, a yard, a large farm. And he saw two hays of, 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 of straw. You know, hay is what they eat, like, like grass, dried grass, pile up. He saw one on this side and one on the other side. And the, the donkey, being a good born-again Christian, you know, bowed his head and prayed and said, Lord, which of the hay stacks should I go? Should I go to the one to the right or should I go to the one to the left? I mean, that's what a Christian, that's what a Christian should do, right? <laughs> you know, ask for direction. But as the donkey was about to make that prayer, he looked at the right and he saw that ah, there is a bucket of water near the one to the right. I looked at the, the one to the left. There was no bucket of water. I said, God, please let your will be done. And he got up and he walked straight to where? To where? To the one on the right. He walked straight to the one on the right. Who led the donkey to the right? <laughs> Who led the donkey to the right? Is it the flesh? Is it the mind? Is it God? Someone says God allowed the donkey to see the water. I'm not saying that is wrong. I'm not saying that is wrong. But is it the devil? Maybe the water is poisonous. What led the donkey? To the right. And that is the key here. Because the art of selecting the right voice is the art of being led by the Spirit of God. It's an art. There are many voices out there. But the art 
of selecting. Knowing when God is speaking to you directly. Knowing when he's speaking through the voice of your parents. Knowing when he's speaking to you through the voice of, of, of your mind. Knowing when he's using even the voice of your spirit. Knowing the act of, of discerning this is what God is saying. Is the act of what? Of being led by the Spirit of God. Now, I'm not here to teach you how. The how of that. We've done a lot of teaching on the how of that. And I want to encourage you to get those teachings. These few days, a few hours you have less. Listen to hearing from God. God one on one. I've done a lot of teaching on hearing from God, discerning God's voice. There's no time to do all that. Get it and listen to it. So, so what, what am I doing here? I'm here to tell you and to whet your appetite to do it. That when you actually listen to God's voice, I'm here to tell you what's going to happen. Praise the name of the Lord. Because you have to learn to hear, to recognize God's voice. The art of recognizing it is the art of being led by the Spirit. Samuel and Eli. Samuel heard God's voice. God called him Samuel, Samuel. But it was, he actually didn't think it was Eli because they were just the only two people in the house. No. Samuel actually heard Eli's voice. He actually heard Eli's voice. So God was speaking to Samuel through the voice of his spiritual father. So he got up and went to Eli. I said, here am, here am I. And Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back and sleep. And he went to sleep again. He heard, I mean, if the second time he heard a different voice, if we say, who are you? Why are you calling me? Right? Because Elias said I wasn't the one. He actually heard Eli's voice again. God, he was hearing the voice of his parents, but it was the voice of God. He ran to Eli and said, here am I. And Eli said, I, I, I didn't call you. Go back. And the third time, if he wasn't hearing Eli's voice, he wouldn't have gone back to Eli. He heard Eli's voice. Ah, went back. It took Eli three times to discern that it could have been God. And he said to him, or rather, was it the second time? He said to him that, Oh, have you done prophecy one on one? He said, No. What about hearing from God 203? He said, No. Ah, oh, you need to take those courses. The next time, and that is the posture of, of, of hearing from God, you need to take the posture of obedience. That's the posture you need to take when you want to hear from God. He says, The next time he calls you, say, Speak. Your what? Your servant hear it. It's a posture of obedience. And Samuel went back and heard the same voice. The voice of his... It, whatever. Third time, fourth time. And the rest is history. So you have to learn to recognize God's voice. And God will speak to you in an unmistakable way this season in the name of Jesus. So, like I said... I'm not here to teach you how. I'm here to teach you what will happen when you hear God's voice. Because you will hear God's voice. And the foundation to hearing God's voice, obviously, is belonging to God. 
the foundation of hearing God's voice. It's belonging to God. It's belonging to God. Jesus says in John 10 that my sheep, John 10, 27, my sheep, they hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. They follow me. You see, if the wise men from the east that were not Jews, that were not Christians, could hear God accurately, you will hear God accurately. In the name of Jesus. Say amen. As if you mean it. Think about it. If Balaam, the greedy prophet that was not of the commonwealth of Israel, Balaam could describe himself, he that sees a vision without closing his eyes. If Balaam, that was not in the covenant, could hear God accurately, you will hear God accurately. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If people, even today, that don't know God, they just say, something led me to that investment. Something made me invest that money now. My life is over. It's, I mean, has turned around for good. How much more you? You're a child of God. God will speak to you. Amen. So when God speaks to you, because God will speak to you, what should you expect? When God speaks to you and because God speaks to you, as you are led by the Spirit of God, number one, all your needs will be met in 2019. Amen. Even from now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, I know Christians that struggle with it. They're like, oh, pastor, should all our needs be met? That's why you're in poverty. If you keep doubting God's promises, you remain in poverty. I mean, not you in Jesus' name. Oh, but pastor, what about the place of suffering? Yes, there, there's a place of, I mean, when, if it is that, you will know that God is taking you through a patch. But that will not be the story of your life from beginning to the end. If you are a sheep and my sheep hear my voice and God is clearly, Psalm 23, we're going to spend some time Psalm 23 today. Psalm 23 verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Because I hear his voice, I have all that I need. Now, okay, okay, pastor. Will everyone be wealthy? I've answered that question before. The unfortunate answer is no, not everyone will be wealthy. But you just said, if God is my shepherd, I will have no lack. Yes, God said that there will be no needy person among you. That's what he said. In the same chapter, he said, there will always be the poor among you. In the same chapter, in verse 1, he said, there will not be the poor among you. None of you will be poor. But in, in verse 28 or something, he said, there will always be the poor among you. Take care of them. You that you have wealth, resources, take care of the poor. So what is God saying? There are some people that will not align with God's instruction. There are some people, God's instruction for wealth, they won't align. This is what God's direction is for your finances. They won't align. For your life, 
as a person, your productivity, they won't align. God says, you that you are aligning, take care of them. Praise the name of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. When I do not have all that I need, I should check who, where my shepherd is. When I do not have all that I need, I should check. Now, listen. Did I write the Bible? It's in the Bible. I should check. Listen, I've... There's no way you will walk with God and you'll be stranded. Impossible. Absolutely and totally impossible. There's no way you will walk with God and you'll be stranded. You will obey God. You see, the challenge is we don't obey God. We hear God, but we don't obey God. If you will obey God, there's no way. Impossible. So, because you are going to hear from God, because you are going to be led by God, as you are led by God's spirit, all your needs will be met. Number two, as you are led by God's spirit, your placement will be strategic. God will put you in some nice places. Nice, nice. Like one of my daughters would say, nice, nice, nice places. Nice placement. <laughs> Hallelujah. In verse 2 of Psalm 23, it makes me lie down in green pastures. Wow. It leads me beside still waters. God just strategically places me in some nice places. As you walk with God, as you hear God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your placement will be strategic. Will be. Number three, as you are led by God's spirit, you will live a righteous life. To live a righteous life means to take the right decisions, to take the right steps, to make the right decisions. In verse three of, of Psalm 23, he says, he renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Why would God guide me along the right path? So that his name will be glorified. Why would God guide you along the right path? So that his name will be glorified. So he, he has vested interest in your life. It is in his, it is in his interest that you walk in the right path. So it is in his interest that to guide you. So guidance will never be a thing of struggle in your life again in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Number four. As you are led by God's spirit, all your needs will be met. Your placements will be strategic. You will live a righteous life. And number four, Fear will be far away from you. Fear will be far from you. Verse 4. It says, verse 4. It says, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. 
for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff, they protect and comfort me. When God is near, we lose our fears. If you find out that you're afraid, check your closeness to your shepherd. If you find out that you look at 2019 and you're afraid of what could be in store for you, check your work with God. Check how close you are to your shepherd. Why? Because we lose our fears when God is near. We lose our fears. Our fears disappear. God's presence is our protection. President of the Lord. So, what happened? It came by itself. Oh, set up. This thing just. Ah. What by itself? We are, we are in four, right? Cool. So you've written everything now. Right? <laughs> okay. You're not waiting for me to, to swipe again. <laughs> I noticed that uh, confidence level had decreased. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> you were looking at all of me as if you know what you're going to say next. Okay, so number five, you will... Uh-huh. <laughs> you will be honored. You will be honored. And that is. That's Psalm 23. He's going to serve his punishment after. Verse 5. He says. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as you are led by God's spirit this season, God himself will honor you. In the mighty name of Jesus. As you are led by God's spirit, number six, you will be promoted. You will be promoted. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Deuteronomy 28, 1. And, I mean, this is it's, it's, it's a principle of God's word. It says, if you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All the nations of the earth. Kenneth Hagin once said that, I mean, it's, it's going to be with the Lord now, but he said that in his, in his experience with ministers and by extension Christians, he says the difference between ministers and, and, and every Christian, one Christian from another, is this, this thing of listening to God and obeying God. The difference between one pastor and the other pastor or one Christian and the other Christian is 
listening to God and obeying God. That's just the difference. That's what, nobody is a superstar. Nobody is better than the other. Nobody is stronger than the other. The difference is God is just aligning with God. So when you align with God, God promotes you. You'll be promoted. And number seven, as you are led by God's spirit, if you refuse to come, I won't, I won't touch it. <laughs> as you are led by God's spirit, Number seven, <laughs> you secure your place in God's presence. I pray in the name of Jesus that in God's presence, your place will not be vacant. Yeah. That in God's presence, because you have a place as a child, that your place will not be vacant in the name of Jesus. And verse 6 says, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Because the Lord is my shepherd, because you are going to be led by God's Spirit. Your place in God's presence will be secure in the name of Jesus. So what is God saying? What is God saying? For you and I, the charge for you this morning is to go and seek God's face. What is God saying? What is God saying? What's God saying? Concerning my health, what is God saying? What is God saying? And if you're here, like, like, like Pastor, I mean, you said the foundation of hearing from God is belonging to God. You need to belong to God. To hear from God. Because it says, by sheep, hear my voice. Let's bow our heart as we bow our head. And contemplate on what we've heard. What is God saying? You're like, Pastor, can you pray with me? The foundation of hearing God is belonging to God. I can't say I am his sheep, but I want to be his sheep today. I want to be his sheep today. Pray with me. Yes, I want to pray with you, my brother and my sister. Should I come forward? No, you don't need to come forward. I'll pray with you wherever you are seated. But, Pastor, but I used to be born again, but right now I've deviated. Can I come back to God so that he can embrace me, I can hear his voice? Yes, you can. Should I come forward? You don't need to come forward again. Wherever you are, put up your hand now over your head. I will pray together. That is me. God bless you. Put up your, put up your hand. Well, God bless you, sir. God bless you. There's a hand there. God bless you. Keep your hands up. God bless you. There's a hand right there, sir. Um, Roland, to your left. To the back. Yes. Step backwards. 
forward. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Yes, another hand here, right here. Another hand. Keep the hands up. Oga. There's a hand there. Yes, thank you. Keep. Thank you, sir. I see your hand, my sister. Keep the hands up. Once you have the card, you can put on your hand and talk to him. Cry to him. Talk to your father. Well, it's become your father today. Just say to him, I give my life to you. The rest of us. I want to pray and say to the Lord, speak, Lord, for your daughter. Hear it. For your daughter is listening. For your servant is listening. For your son is listening. Speak to me. Let's talk to God. Speak to me, Lord. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Another hand there. Can I still put up my hand? Yes, you can. Put it up. Once you have the card, you can put on your hand. That is me, pastor. Pray with me. God bless you. Everybody else, talk to God. Lord, I'm here. Talk to me. Speak to me. Speak to me, O God of heaven. Shepherd of my soul, I I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, I will we thank you for everyone that is coming to you today Lord we are t- we, the, your children are taking your, the steps of faith that you have required Lord Father we ask that you meet with them Lord breathe upon these ones and change their lives let your name and your name alone be glorified every one of us Lord Father we, we say speak Father for your children are listening. Honor and glory will be given to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord.